Ayers on the Road, value-based parenting and life balance ideas from world-traveling family coaches. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. Good morning and welcome to another episode, yet another episode of Ayers on the Road. Uh, we're, we're kind of separated by the road this morning. Um, I'm up at beautiful Bear Lake in Idaho, the border of Utah and Idaho, and Linda is heading for a family reunion down in a place called Harriman, Utah. So Linda's joining us by a landline, and you may hear a little bit of a difference in, in how we sound. Linda, let's, let's hear how you sound from down there heading Hi, for Harriman. Good morning. I'm um, glad to be here. In any case, technology is helpful some days. <laughs> yeah, that's that's for sure. You know, I was thinking, honey, we for longtime listeners, Dyers on the Road, it's quite a history in terms of audio uh, performance. We we've done this show from airplanes. We've done it from uh, desert locations. Uh, We've done it from tops of mountains where we've been trying to find a cell phone signal. I think and the worst time was, <laughs> we remember that time we were in JFK Airport and we were frantically trying to find somewhere, we were on the air, and we were trying to find somewhere where you couldn't hear those obnoxious announcements coming on every couple of seconds. And I remember I went in, or I, went, I saw a door and I went through it seeking silence and an airport employee said, you can't go in there. <laughs> I'm still not That's sure where that was. But the point <laughs> is, we it's like the mail must go through. It's like neither rain nor sleet nor slow. No, ma- no matter where we are, we do our best to, to broadcast tires on the road. And when we're not perfect on the audio signal, we apologize. But hopefully the authenticity of where we are will make up for it. Right, honey? Absolutely. I'm going to an extended family reunion today uh, from my grandparents from Switzerland. And um, it will be interesting because this is several generations back. It will be interesting to see who shows up. A lot of people I don't know, I'm sure, as well as some dear cousins who have put this together. It's a lot of work to put together a reunion in any case, but an extended family reunion is especially hard. It's it's not our topic for today. Our topic has to do with social media, not for kids, but for parents. But before we get to that, I I do think we're entering this wonderful season of family reunions and get-togethers and backyard barbecues and all the rest. And a guy said to me the other day, Linda, um, we're just not going to do a family reunion anymore. It's just too darn much trouble. The logistics are impossible. We're just going to quit. And I thought, no, 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 don't quit because it is hard and it is logistically a nightmare sometimes. And and it's and not every minute of it is pleasant. But, oh, think of the purpose family reunions serve, keeping people in touch and getting people up to date on, on their families. Nothing could be more important. You know, I interestingly, I was, I've been trying to get a couple of my little granddaughters, well, one not so little, 13-year-old, and a 9-year-old to go with me to this reunion. And I can't imagine why they don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually, it took me back to my childhood. Not, not my childhood, actually. When I was a freshman in college, 
my parents were having a family reunion and they didn't get together very often over in Bloomington, Idaho. And all the aunts and uncles are coming. My dad and mom were so excited to see them. And I thought, well, they can just go and talk to those old people and I'll go have a reunion with my friends back at Utah State University because they were getting together. And it's one of the great regrets of my life that I didn't realize how much my grandparents, my parents, wanted me to be there, to know their brothers and sisters and so on. You have to kind of get down the road a little bit to have perspective of how important these reunions are. I really wish I could go back on that, but, you know, it's one of those things that you can't redo, but you learn lessons from it. Hey, Linda, I've got some news for you. I'm going to be interested in your reaction live on the air because you haven't checked your email in the last few minutes, and your 13-year-old and 9-year-old granddaughters are going with you today. Oh, they just hadn't—they just hadn't been close enough to their email. They hadn't been getting your message. They're both going with you, and they're both excited to go. Unbelievable! Wow, that's <laughs> terrific. Well, you know, you never know what little surprises will come to you on a on a Saturday morning. <clears throat> that's awesome. That's exactly right. Now. I did want to say again in our little preface preliminary here that we've, um, boy, have we been on the road lately. I've been in New York City four times in the last six weeks. And we, of course, right before that, we were doing some speaking in Europe and we were having grandbabies come to us, two new grandbabies and so on. So the bottom line is that we have really been on the road the last couple of months actually and I think Linda now for the next two months or so during the summer and reunion season and so on we should change the name of the show to Ayers at Home and just stick around (laughs) and take care of people and let other people come to us what do you think I don't think that's going to work actually I (laughs) I know you too well you don't stick around home very long but it's a good idea honey um, well, it's a good sentiment. You know, my, my heart is in the right place. I want to be at home. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, let's, let's approach this subject for today. Um, let me introduce it this way, honey, and then give us your take on this. Um, people, you know, everywhere we go, speaking of being on the road, everywhere we go, every parenting lecture or presentation we give, Right at the top of the list of questions, right at the top of the list of concerns is, what do I do about social media? And when parents ask that, they're thinking about their kids' social media. They're thinking, how do I govern the use of social media? How, what, you know, when, it, when is it too young? How do I have some control over what my kids are seeing on their smartphones and so on? But that's not what we're talking about today. We've we've tried to approach that subject two or three times in the last couple of months on ours on the road. But guess what? Today, we're focusing on a whole different problem, and that is the social media use of ourselves, of parents. I mean, how many times that you don't you don't have to think very hard to think of the last time you uh, observed maybe a mom who's on her phone and and her little kids are, are getting ignored. They're around her, but she's, she's, she's treating them as though they're an interruption. They're keeping her from her social media. They're keeping her from her phone. Or, or a dad who's, you know, 
trying to find something on his phone and, and one of his kids is asking him a question and he's brushing them off and so on. We all know that part of the problem is our own addiction. In many cases, I don't think that's too strong a word, uh, our own addiction to social media and it's taking our attention and our time away from what we know is our first priority, namely our kids. You know, I do have to say that we have a daughter who, uh, one daughter that last week, she said, "I'm, I'm stopping Instagram. I can't, I can't do it. I really am addicted to it. I keep going to it." She's connected to a lot of friends, and another daughter just said to me last week, "If only I could just go online." And just do what I intend to do when I open the computer, when I get to my phone, I have an idea of what I want to do, but I keep getting distracted. These other things just keep, they come up first and I just think, oh, I've got to take care of that. Oh, I've got to take care of that. I've got to take care of that. It is amazing. It happens to all of us. It's such a hard thing. And, and we kind of get sucked into it. And again, we're not just going on our own experience, but by the people we speak to and talk to. And so many of them are saying, you know, I just, I, I try to be selective, but once I get on that phone and I see so-and-so's uh, sent me an Instagram or so-and-so's been on Facebook and I just, I just have to sort of catch up to date. You know, there's a name for it. The kids, the kids call it FOMO fear of missing out but i think i think fomo affects adults and and young moms with young kids and and dads with kids and so on just as much as it does anyone and uh the the problem is and you know we all know this and, and we're not trying to put anyone on a guilt trip we've actually got some solutions that we think can be helpful but but we all know that our priorities are our children but you know, it's the squeaky wheel that gets the grease. And that's a funny thing to say, because kids are usually the squeaky wheel. They're the ones that are demanding and they need our attention and so on. But more and more, we see parents who are giving the attention to their smartphone and not to their kids. So it's, it's number one, the distraction of it all. And number two, it's, you know, we feel guilty because we know what we're looking at in many cases on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, what, what we're looking at is really, you know, it's fashion or it's gossip or it's travel or, you know, it's things that are sort of interesting and sort of titillating and sort of addictive, but they're not our priorities. Those things are not the things that really matter in our lives. And somehow our smartphones have given a portal where those, those lower priorities, those things that might be interesting, but they're certainly not important, they have a direct channel to our brains. They're, they're able to sort of force their way in and grab, sort of commandeer our attention and our time, even though consciously we would never prioritize those things over our own kids and our own families. Absolutely. It is just, it's, it's so amazing that almost everyone is having this problem. We've been telling parents, just get a flip phone or a dumb phone for your kids so that, you know, that they, think they can't get sucked in. But when you think of how much you use your phone, for most of us, um, to do good things, 
Uh, you can't do that. People are, I mean, there are advocates saying just totally throw your phones away and live in the real world and, and experience life. And, and that would be awesome, but it's not going to happen. It's, it's only going to get worse unless we get a hold of this and decide how we're going to handle it. I suppose, Linda, there are some people who are so disciplined. I, you know, frankly, I'm trying to think if I've met one of these people, but they're so disciplined that they've got their smartphone, and when they need to see the weather, they go in the weather and they see the weather, and then they turn it off. Or when they need to, uh, you know, send a text to someone, they go on and they send a text, and then they turn it off. But but what what actually happens is you may pick up the phone to check the weather. But while you're there, oh, my goodness, so-and-so posted on Instagram, and oh, look at this. I didn't check Facebook yesterday, and I've got 14 notifications and so on. And before you know it, you're just into it again, and you're having a hard time shutting it off. So today's show is not for you super disciplined people that have absolute control over how you're using your smartphones. And today is not a show about how to help our kids get off of their phones or off of social media. Today, we hope in the second half of the show, we're going to give you some very specific instructions on how to organize your social media in such a way that you don't turn it on and see a whole bunch of gossip and fashion and travel and other things which suck you in. What you see instead in the way we're going to suggest to you is you see only a couple of things. You see messages from and posts from your own family, and you see some helpful things on how to be a better parent. Now, you may say, well, how in the world do you do that? How do you keep the other stuff out? Well, there is a way to do it, and we're not, we're not experts, but we've been consulting with some people who have given us some great tips, and we want to pass them on to you. So, Linda, any final words on the first half, and then we'll take a brief break. No, I was just going to say we need to take a break. We hope that we've given you enough of a teaser that you'll come back and join us because these are really great ideas that somebody smarter than us has given us. So come on back. We'll be right back after a short break. Welcome back to Ayers on the Road. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. And we're back with a little bit of road between Richard and I. I'm in the Salt Lake area, and he is up at Bear Lake enjoying the sun and working on a book. And again, as always. Uh, so today we've been talking about oh, social media. And... Uh, if, you have, if you're just joining us, we're not talking about social media that as it applies to your children. We're talking about social media as it applies to us as parents and grandparents. So here's the thing. What we're going to try to do in the next 10 or 13 minutes is to share with you something that we're, we're doing and a lot of our kids are doing. And again, just to preface it, this is not for you perfectly disciplined people who never get on your phones when you don't intend to. And this is not for you who've gone 
all the way cold turkey and just decided I'm not going to do Instagram. I'm not going to do Facebook. I'm going to wipe it off my phone and never use it again because it's too addictive and too distracting. This is for the majority of us who are somewhere in the middle. That is, we appreciate social media. We like to stay up to speed on things. But we also know that it can become addictive and distract us from our higher priorities. So we asked a social media expert what he would suggest. And in a nutshell, he basically said, look, on Instagram and on Facebook and on Twitter, you can set up your account in such a way that it does one of two things. It either notifies you when you have a message from your highest priority people, that is your family or whatever sites or posts you want to pay attention to because they help you with your parenting, and or it can organize the posts that you receive in such a way that the first thing that comes up on your phone every time you go to Instagram or to Twitter or to Facebook is the posts from the sources or the people you're following who you have selected that you want to come in first. And it'll push everything else that you're receiving to the back of the line, to the back of the bus. So you have to actually scroll through the things you've prioritized, your family members, other sites that you trust, things that help you rather than distract you. You have to scroll through those before you even get to all the nonsense, all the other stuff, all the stuff that's trying to push into your mind and take away your priorities. Doesn't that sound kind of like a dream come true, Linda? It actually does. It sounds like the answer to our daughter's problems. I can't wait to tell her about this. We've just been talking to him this week. And it is so awesome that you can actually get what directly to what you want um, when you go online instead of being distracted by a thousand different things that seem so important or, or exciting. Now, we're going to go through them one at a time and just give you these simple instructions. But also, if you go to BYU Radio and look at our show, uh, it's going to have these posted or written up there on the write-up about today's show so you'll be able to review and follow through. So let's take them one at a time, Linda. I'll go through what we have from this expert and uh, on each of the three, and then you comment on them. So first of all, on Instagram, first you've got to make a list of the people who you are following that you want to prioritize. Make your own. Just I'm just talking about making a list on paper. So you 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 need to make a decision which Instagrams do you want to see first. And that'll be your family members. We're also going to recommend that you put us on there because we do an Instagram that is nothing but parenting tips. And so uh, what could be better than instead of being distracted, you turn on Instagram and, oh, here's, a, here's an idea for how to be a better parent. So now we're, we're turning the tables. We're saying instead of working against your parenting, this can work for it. So the two we want to suggest to you, one is just Richard Linda Iyer. You just put it in your search file on Instagram and it'll come up. And we'd suggest that be one of the priorities. And then the other one is called Family is Found. 
family is found. And that, that one also has a lot of good parenting tips and information on it. So here's the steps. You, you go to the profile of each of these ones you're following that you want to prioritize. And then up in the top right, there's three little dots and you tap those. And then that will allow you to turn on post notifications. And so anytime any of those sites that help you and that are family centered that you designate, you turn on the notification and then whenever a post comes from one of those, you're notified that it's there and you can go directly to it without looking at all your other posts that have come in in the meantime. Does that make sense, Linda? It does make sense, but it's kind of complicated. So I'm sure people are out there like, wait, 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 how do I, how do I see this again? And we'll, we'll have this on the BYU radio website so that you can actually follow step by step. I mean, it does make sense, but it's hard to remember. So uh, we'll make sure they have that there. Yeah, that'll be listed under today's show, uh, Ayers on the Road for today on BYU Radio website. Now, let's move to Facebook. Um, and boy, it's interesting to us, Linda, as we travel around. Some people are just devoted to Facebook. Others are just devoted to Instagram. And some poor souls try to do all three of them and, and Pinterest and Twitter and all the rest. But anyway, in Facebook, again, you come up with the ones you want to see first and we also have a post there we'd like to suggest you put on your list. Just look up Richard Linda Iyer. And there's another one called My Family. This is, this is a wonderful uh, uh, po- uh, source, something you should follow on Facebook. It's just called My Family. It has 2.2 million followers, which in itself is kind of exciting. So designate those two along with any others that you want and your family members. And then here's what you do. You go to the profile of each person just by clicking the one that you're prioritizing. You tap the following button. You're following them in other words. And then it'll show you a little thing that says see first. And once you click that, then posts from that particular person or that particular uh, source will appear at the very top of your newsfeed every time you turn on Facebook. The ones you have designated to see first will show up at the very top of your newsfeed. So in a way, that one, Facebook is even more, on, on Instagram, you have to get notified when someone you want to see first posts. On Facebook, Linda, once you've put in the ones you want and mark them as see first, they will always appear at the top of your newsfeed before any of the other stuff. Right. And we are actually just in the process of doing this ourselves because it is so amazing. I mean, we have a lot of friends on Facebook that we don't know because we, they, they wanted books or they wanted to be in contact and we just, they, we knew people they knew and so we, okay, let's just be friends. But there are so many people that we don't know in our Facebook um, feed. And so this is so helpful because you can really just get to the people that mean the most to you, that you care about, and that you're concerned about. And you don't miss a lot of stuff by getting distracted by people you don't know doing exciting things. All right. And then moving on to Twitter, 
Uh, same thing. First, decide in your own mind which of those you're following you want to you want to prioritize or see first. Again, we would recommend if you if you search Richard Iyer that it'll come up, and that's nothing but helpful parenting posts. And one other one we really recommend is again the same name as on Instagram. Family is found. Family is found. Put that in your index. That'll come up. We suggest you follow those two. But then here's the process. Number one, allow Twitter notifications on your device, in your device settings. So on your phone, you've got to go to settings. And and under that, you'll you'll find where you can allow Twitter to notify you. Then go to the people's profile on Twitter, the ones that you've chosen to prioritize and follow. Click the little bell icon that's right by their profile picture, and then it will allow you to select all tweets from that person to come in at the very top of your Twitter every time you turn it on. And I'm so glad we're going to post these, Linda, because like you just said, uh, unless you're a, a smartphone genius, you can't just hear me tell you those four steps and just remember to do them, but, but you'll find it on BYU Radio, and just take a little time. I'll, I'll tell you right now, in a half an hour, following those step-by-step in, instructions that will be printed uh, uh, under our show on BYU Radio, in a half an hour, you can permanently set up your social media accounts uh, so that they show the stuff you want first, right at the very top. And by the way, Linda, I think another thing we're, we're in the process of doing, even as you prioritize those top ones and you get those first, as long as you're at it and taking a little time, go through and eliminate, just, just delete them from, your, from who you're following, the ones that tend to suck you in on things you really don't want to be sucked in on. A lot of us are following certain uh, uh things and certain people on our social media accounts and and we know that we really don't want to read that stuff anymore but we just keep doing it because it keeps showing up on our accounts so so make this a two-part process prioritize the ones to come in at the top that you want most and while you're at it get rid of some of the ones that you really don't want to follow anymore you know that's my problem. I keep thinking, oh, I just gotta, I've got to delete that. And on my email, I know I just need to unsubscribe. I don't want to see this. I don't. But you're always in a hurry, and you're going on the next thing, so it just keeps popping up. Some of you are so much better at doing this than I am, and I just think time. It takes a little time to do this, but in the end, it simplifies your life so much. If the most important things in your life are coming up first, where they should be. Now, here's what I want to end with, Linda, and then I'll give you the closing word. I I think there are a lot of parents, I know the, for a fact, because we talk to them almost every day, there are a lot of parents out there who are really worried about social media, and they're really trying to get their kids not to be so addicted to it. But at the same time, Linda, they feel a little guilty and a little hypocritical because they know deep in their hearts they're as addicted as their kids are. And that's a really tough position to be in. And so, so I challenge you this week to take matters into your own hand, 
to decide on how you're going to handle and how you're going to schedule and how you're going to prioritize your social media. And I'll make you this little promise. If you do that, you'll be in a stronger position and your kids will respect you more when you try to help them decide how to limit their own social media use. So just one parting shot, when you are on your phone, tell your kids what you're doing. You're not just messing around, that you're doing something important, and that'll help too. So good luck with your social media this week. Go for it. It really is worth the time and effort to make it work. We'll see you next time on Ayers on the Road. Bye-bye.